Hello, everyone. We are so excited to have with us today Carol Pandak. She is the director of Polio Plus for Rotary International. Now, there are 1.2 million Rotarians around the world, but Carol is special. She works for Rotary. Her full-time job is, you know, chief polio fighter. You don't want to miss this episode as we celebrate World Polio Day here at the College of Physicians of Philadelphia. Stick around. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you. It's thrilled to have you back. We visited with you before. You know, you really are one of the most important people in the global fight against polio. You know this. Uh, and it is an honor for us to have you on the show. Thank we, you. we really appreciate the, the time that you put in. Rotary plays a unique role in the polio fight. Uh, over and over again, as I talk to people with WHO and UNICEF and, and the Gates Foundation, they recognize the leadership role that, that Rotary plays. When they're talking about the leadership role Rotary plays in part they're talking about you how does that make you feel well you know it's an honor to work on polio eradication and to work with such extraordinary partners like the World Health Organization UNICEF CDC and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and you know I think it's less it's not really about me you know I represent the 1.2 million Rotary members around the world and the real heroes right, are those on the front lines today, right? And they're places where there is still polio fighting every day, you know, to yeah. protect children in some very difficult circumstances. In very difficult circumstances, that's, that's so true. Carol, as you um, think about the fight against polio, if we're being honest, and we should be, we really hoped we'd be farther along even three or four years ago. We had hoped the last case of polio would be in the rearview mirror by now. Does that ever get discouraging for you personally? Um, no, I wouldn't say discouraged. I wouldn't say discouraged. I'd say that it's, these are really difficult challenges. So if you're talking about Afghanistan and you're talking about conflict and you're talking about not being able to access children, um, it, these are very, very difficult challenges. And so I think it's our responsibility and I think it's my responsibility is to not be discouraged right? and to be thinking with the partners, what can we do in these last remaining areas to protect those children? Because it's it's only small areas maybe within Pakistan or Afghanistan. You have good access, but there's areas where you don't have access. We need to figure it out. Yeah. So it's, it's our job to figure it out. Last year, Rotary stepped up its annual financial commitment to the fight from, I, was it 32 million? To 50 million? Yeah, 35 to 50. 35 to 50. Right. Almost a 50% increase. That ultimately comes from Rotarians. Mm -hmm. As you think about the messaging, how do you like to explain to Rotarians their new obligation 
to expand after all these years to expand their commitment to uh, fighting polio. Well, it, you know, because Rotary was the organization that first had a vision of a polio-free world, and Rotarians will say, we made a promise to the children of the world. And we haven't delivered yet on that promise, not because we haven't tried and everybody's trying very hard, but it hasn't happened no. yet. That's a reality. And so I think it's the, you know, being the organization that first had the vision plus the promise, I think Rotarians are still want to give. And if it takes some more money to get it done, I think, you know, what we're seeing is that they're giving as generously as they ever have. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, we hope the end is coming soon. Yeah. When uh, Ina, we were visiting with Ina Pinkney a few moments ago. I love Ina. Yeah. She is, what a dynamo. Yeah, right? she awesome. uh, yeah. Just amazing. She reminded us that when uh, Rotary kicked off Polio Plus 30 years ago, uh, they, they went through a series of estimates of what it would take to eradicate polio from the world. And the first estimate was $25 million. Hmm. And then they, they, they updated that and it was $125 million and they went out to raise it and Rotary delivered. I get emotional thinking about it. Uh. 250 million. Yeah. <laughs> we're now 12 billion dollars later, right? And we're still in the battle. And we're raising 50 million dollars every year from Rotarians, hmm. plus money from governments around the world, plus money from the Gates Foundation. I mean, it's, it's an enormous annual budget. Um, how do you think about this process, this huge machinery, and, and what it's going to take to bring this to a close. Yeah, I mean, the financial requirements are significant. And I think, you know, this is an eradication program. This is not a control program, right? So to get to zero, you know, you have to do activities all over the world still, right? You're still immunizing hundreds of millions of children. Um, you're doing intensifying your disease surveillance. Um, so there, there's work that needs to be done. Um, I forgot what your question was. Well, you know, we've got we've we've got this huge budget, yeah. right? And, and how do we take that budget and get where we're going? How do we bring this to a close? How do we eradicate polio? Well, I think we have to be we have to introduce some new innovations, right? We have to, we, so there are some things that are being innovated around. For example, what do you do about access if you don't have access to, to, mm -hmm. to, to children? So, so you have to figure out, you have to immunize them on their way out, right, of these um, compromised areas. Or you have these highly high-risk mobile population, a lot of people on the move in Afghanistan, Pakistan. So there's been quite a bit of work done, and I just was on a call this morning, there's a group is going to be formed that's working on this GIS mapping, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to know where the people are. So there's some, you have to innovate in order to bring to bear all of the resources that we have in the Global Polio Eradication Initiative. Um, and it's, it's expensive, I mean, reaching that last case. But will there be savings as well? There's some estimates that by 2035, we will have saved some 40 to 50 billion dollars. Some of that's already been right. saved, but sure. because you don't have children who have polio and loss of productivity, et cetera. Yeah, huge, huge benefits, and that's a great reminder. Mm -hmm. 
uh, as you reflect on what you've done in your capacity with Rotary in this polio fight, what are you most proud of having accomplished? Yeah, what, what am I most proud of having accomplished? I think that I've, you know, for me, has been maintaining, well, being part of a, a program that has saved some maybe 18, almost 18 million people who otherwise would have been paralyzed, to be part of that is extraordinary, right? It, I mean, it, like I've had some impact on the health of children around the world. But I also think um, being part of this partnership, right, and working with just extraordinary people and, you know, maintaining very good relationships, you know, in the ups and downs of the program, yeah. I think is, has been um, an accomplishment for me. We don't know how much is left in this marathon. We may know the distance, but we don't know what the hurdles are. Maybe that's the way to say it, right? We know there are so few cases that the, the disease is circulating so narrowly in Afghanistan and Pakistan, but what is the most important lesson you've learned in your experience with Rotary and fighting polio that we can apply here in this final stage? I think the lessons from India are really informative, right? It's, it's, it's the government ownership, right? That's mm -hmm. important. Yeah. But also introducing this outreach to the religious leaders or traditional leaders, you know, when you kind of got stuck in India, mm -hmm. very innovative. Um, the introduction of doing health camps and providing complementary health services. So it's not mm -hmm. just polio because mm -hmm. these communities and children have all sorts of Issues. Sure, sure. And those ideas have been applied in Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Nigeria. So I think there's practical lessons learned in the India program, and they can reach 172 million children. If you can reach 172 million children over a three to five day period, you know that you can access children everywhere. So I think that those are important lessons for Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Nigeria. Yeah, great, great points. Carol, why did you want to do this work? <laughs> um, you know, to make a difference. I wanted to do something that, you know, as an adult, you work, right? Mm -hmm. um, that seems that seemed to be the requirement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I checked. There wasn't an alternative. <laughs> there was no, uh, no other option. Um, so, you know, to, to be able to do something that has an, an you know, impact beyond my own, you know, personal, uh, you know, gratification. Um, it, it's and to be part of history, right? I mean, we're making history in global polio eradication, and it's exciting to be part of history. Yeah. It certainly is. It certainly is. Carol, what's your superpower? <laughs> it is um, not getting discouraged. <laughs> right. That is an important superpower in, in this world. In, in, the, in the face of uh, challenges um, and um, you know, fighting the, keeping, keeping in there, fighting the good fight, um, because it's worth it. It, it yeah. it's worth it for the children. You know, this is, as I said, historic. But you know, just to you know, put one foot in front of the other every day, and you know, try to move this thing forward with our partners. Yeah. Well, Carol, we sure appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. 
before you go, would you take just a minute and tell people how they can learn more about the fight to end polio and what you'd like people to do when they learn more? Well, um, you can learn more about the fight to end polio by going to endpolio.org, um, which is Rotary's uh, website. Um, you know, what we want people to do is to learn as much as they can about the, the status of polio eradication, what Rotary's role is, but the role of our partners as well. Um, learn, share that information with, with your friends and, and, and other people. And then I would cons you know, consider donating to the Global Polio, or to Rotary and Polio Now. Um, contributions get matched two to one. Um, and as we said earlier, there is a, a significant financial requirement for the program. Yeah. Um, and every dollar counts. Yeah. So it is exciting to see the Gates Foundation match, isn't it? That it is. Two to one match. Yeah. Uh, it really uh, leverages what uh, yeah. Rotary is able to do. So, yeah. Well, Carol, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We really appreciate you. We're grateful for the work you're doing and wish you every success in your effort to eradicate polio from the earth. Well, thank you, Devin. It's great to talk to you again. Glad right. you're here with us today. Thank you so much, Devin. Let's do some good. A caring crowd, we believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. Devon Thorpe's mission is to end extreme poverty, improve global health, and mitigate climate change before 2045 by finding and sharing the stories of those who are doing the most good. You can join with other listeners to accelerate Devon's mission by visiting helpdevon.org right now.